I got lost in Myanmar or Burma because I did not do everyday podcast from you know when I was traveling. I know. I'm really sorry, guys. I know I'm not even fit for asking apology. Uh, but yeah, I'm really sorry. I couldn't record everyday podcast. You know, uh, this is like procrastination, pure procrastination. Because I thought I'll record it every night before I go to bed. But you know, when I'm traveling, I'm like dead tired by the end of the day. I just hit the bed and I forget. You know, and I'll be like, okay, next day morning I'll find some time before I head out for the day. I'll record, you know, even a couple of minutes podcast. But then, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not a morning person. And the other thing is, every this trip, especially this trip, most of the days we had something to do early in the morning. You know, seeing sunrises, hot air balloon rides. Oh, I'm giving away things. <laughs> okay, so I had lot of things to get up early and travel. So yeah, so I know I'm giving reasons. So let's not give reasons. Let's. I'll do. it now tell you day by day what i did where i stayed what happened i'll try to cover most of it and keep it interesting for you but i did update my everyday uh, travel stories on instagram stories and i'm going to look at my stories and describe every event and my thoughts and feelings and everything about it now so let's go In the last episode I had stopped with waiting for the flight in Bangalore in the lounge area so we yeah the flight was 4 hours and ideally I should have slept in the flight which was a mistake I didn't sleep I ended up watching movies on Netflix and you know what did I watch I watched a kid movie yes guys a children's movie called Babe it's about a piglet and it's very cute story I think you t- you should watch it it's a very cute story with a moral in it which shows love and compassion towards anim- uh, animals and you know the pigs version of the story so yeah uh, let's not digress into that so yeah we landed in bangkok in dmk airport and to our astonishment it was crowded like a marketplace oh my god it was overflowing with tourists and especially actually we did a mistake we had we booked separate flights you know with to bangkok and from bangkok to yangon we booked a separate flights so it's a different pnr if you understand so we couldn't transfer the luggage because the and it was with the same air carrier like it was with uh, air asia so but they couldn't transfer the luggage so they wanted us to uh, take the luggage and then transfer it by ourselves in the bangkok airport so we thought okay it's easy we'll get anyway visa on arrival because we had to go to thailand in the end of the trip so we'll get visa on arrival and then we'll pick up our luggage and um check in again to the flight and to our surprise it was so crowded overflowing with tourists from india and china especially and uh, yeah so very difficult it was really frustrating actually to tell you that so many people were waiting for visa on arrival and this is because Thailand has recently uh, following a free visa policy for India so people are just rushing to Thailand it is only till April 2019 so if you're planning to Thailand just visit before April if at all you want a free visa or if you want to avoid the crowds go after April 
so yeah we stood in the line and uh, we were wor- not worried but we were tired actually after four hour flight we had to stand in line for an hour or something uh, 45 minutes maybe and then uh, it was so crowded and uh, we were worried if it is a single entry visa or a multi en- multiple entry visa because yeah so many things we had because we had to leave thailand again and then come back when we you know return from burma so we had a lot of confusion yes travel is not easy it does come with such difficulties but the point is you should see it as an adventure with an open minded you know open mindedness and see everything as an opportunity to learn something new because you should not be frustrated and give up that's what travel teaches you about life and yeah so we got the visa on arrival and yes it was a single entry visa but the point is it's free it's a free visa so we got the visa and then again immediately we had to get immigration stamp because we are getting out of thailand so we took our bags and then we got immigration stamped or uh, immigration done and got out of the country so all this took up our transit time so ideally we had zero time and uh, to spend in bangkok airport so then we got the flight to yangon so we were so relieved that uh, yeah we were so relieved and we landed in yangon in about 1 hour or 1 and a half hour i don't remember but yeah i was so happy to every time i land in a new country for the first time i'll be so happy from seeing it from up above and uh, i saw a lot of pagodas and it was so green and Uh, when we landed i was so happy and uh, so as usual after landing we took our baggage and then we we tried to buy sim cards in the airport itself and uh, surprisingly in um, myanmar the sim cards were so cheap comparatively to thailand or any other country i think we got two sim cards for indian rupees 350 and with so much of internet i don't know i don't remember 4 gb internet for 7 days or something like that it was too good and uh, yeah you would be wondering what's uh, myanmar's currency it is called kyat and uh, it is very less in value so it is approximately 2000 kyat is it's around 100 rupees indian rupees so you can do the math so, or 1500 kyat is almost like 1 usd so that's how and it's too you know difficult to calculate because they still use kyat everywhere it's not like Cambodia where they use USDs because it's very difficult to calculate they still use their own currency it's a closed currency so you can't uh, bring the currency outside of the country because it's you know invalid or you can't exchange anywhere so it's a closed currency which you can use only in Myanmar and uh, they still use it so you it's very difficult to calculate all the zeros when you do the foreign exchange you need calculators yeah too many zeros literally mil- you will have millions you know in your hand so yeah we got the sim cards and uh, we there was we usually have this habit okay there's 711 uh, kind of shop uh, in these asian countries so we stepped into the shop it's called one stop shop or something like that so we stepped into the shop got some snacks some uh, drinks like we love
what is that called lactose soy yeah it's a soy milk drink and uh, in hot climate and hot countries like asia we need to hydrate ourselves and always we pick up you know soy milk or uh, coconut water so we picked up all the necessary stuff and uh, mineral water of course and then the point is we we had our sim card so we were ready to book our grab yes grab there's no uber in myanmar um, even in thailand there's grab everywhere so we booked our grab cab to our hotel before i got to yangon i was thinking that yangon was the capital of myanmar but no guys yangon or previously called as rangoon was a previous capital currently the capital city is called as nyapido and it's like a ghosted place where nobody goes there but it's a very developed place but nobody literally goes there so that's another whole different topic to talk about so yangon was not the capital but it looks like one because it's so developed and has everything Uh, comparatively to other places in Myanmar so while on our way to the hotel uh, i saw everyone wearing burmese traditional wear literally everyone on the road were wearing the traditional wear the traditional wear is uh, called longi or in india we call it lungi yes guys that's the traditional wear they have a you know subtle difference in tying it but it is the same and uh, both men and women wear it women wear it in a you know yeah, in a different way like a wrap around skirt and it looks very elegant it's different from from what men wear and it's so interesting and in that they still follow traditional wears and you don't see much of people wearing shorts or jeans no none like literally 1% of less than 5% where they are tourists or foreigners or so as a city yangon uh, it looked like you know olden days bangalore with lots of trees parks lakes clean roads and uh, yeah except it was hotter like uh, chennai or you know hotter like mumbai but humidity is less because it's not near uh, the sea so humidity is less and it was hotter but clean like bangalore uh, we had booked a luxurious hotel not luxurious but very comfortable hotel room because it was just for one night and uh, and it was on the day we land so we need proper rest to start the trip on a good note so this hotel is called windham grand in yangon and it was it, it was near this lake called uh, kandaugi lake i hope i pronounce it right and it had a beautiful view of the lake i just fell in love with the room the hotel the decor and everything it looked so luxurious the bathroom especially had a tub which i never get time to use in any of my trips but still it was so spacious clean and sophisticated for the first day stay it was perfect and uh, yeah we were too tired because after the long wait in bangkok we were standing in line and uh, plus i didn't sleep in either of the flights because yeah like that i should have slept so we took a nap for a couple of hours and then got showered dressed up and ready to go out we were super hungry uh, we had done some research on the food places and general precautions to be taken in myanmar so the general thing which i read about myanmar was one thing was mosquitoes there's too many you know too much of mosquitoes that we should wear mosquito repellent some spray some cream or you know have necessary precautions and the other thing is food hygiene yes guys so i read a lot about food hygiene like you cannot eat you know in the street food because the water resources are not that clean yet and they are not that developed to use mineral water 
you know every shop or street food is not made with mineral water or proper drinking water so food hygiene and mosquitoes was what i read so we didn't want to experiment the first day with a local you know like a street food experience so we researched and we found this beautiful place rangoon tea house it was a cool and a very popular restaurant and it's located in the downtown yangon which is like amazing you know one can see the colonial architectural buildings and lot of history into it it's so beautiful there's like pink colored buildings and amazing i've posted some in my stories and i'll post more and uh, this restaurant is like known for you know everything burmese cuisine they have refined it and uh, presented it and uh, you know burma is known for the food uh, scenario is like the best known items are the milk tea yes like indian chai with milk they have the burmese version of it and it's so yum uh, so it's burmese milk tea and uh, the other famous dishes are mohinga so mohinga mohinga is a slow cooked spicy fish soup served with rice or noodles and it's a traditional dish of burma and the other dish is tea leaf salad which is called lapet toke which is like a dish with tea leaves i couldn't even imagine and it's a yummy salad so i'll be talking about it in the next episodes when i really tasted it so this time we were you know uh, we got into the restaurant it's so cool the interiors are black and white with a little history of burma and all that so when we opened the menu the menu is so elaborate and they had like 16 tea blends yes guys the same milk tea which is made with black tea and milk and condensed milk just three ingredients but then you know with sugar but then they had 16 blends like not from different tea leaves it's like different proportions of this three ingredients to make a good tea so you have i had to use my brain to select the right tea for me and which was so interesting and challenging i love challenges like that and i was like somebody has taken tea seriously finally because every time you see coffee shop coming up with 10 different varieties of coffees right but nobody has taken tea seriously pathetic tea everywhere but these people has done it nailed it just by talking about the tea and the dishes i'm just salivating guys i want to go back to that trangoon tea house please open in india bangalore please so we had you know uh, uh, their burmese food tried some of them egg parotta you know egg parotta with sugar i didn't even think that could be a thing but it was amazing and uh, we had chicken and wraps and all of that because we were super hungry after that we roamed about in the downtown yangon we actually went to sule pagoda it was very nearby it's a beautiful pagoda in situated in the center of the city so this was our first pagoda that we were visiting in burma and you're going to listen to thousands of pagodas yes guys i visited thousands so pagoda is like a buddhist temple it's like very difficult to explain what's a stupa what's a pagoda please do google if you're interested and this is so beautiful sule pagoda it's a small one dance wedagon pagoda but uh, an aerial view of sule pagoda you know in the center of the downtown yangon is so beautiful and most of the pagodas are gilded in gold covered in gold and looks amazing it's an octagonal shaped pagoda and every side has to have a buddha and uh, yeah we went into it i think the entrance fees was like 4000 kyat 
like around three dollars i don't remember and then uh, because it's yangon they still collect some entrance fees and pagodas and um, yeah it was so beautiful very calm inside the pagodas all pagodas are similar it's very calm though it is very chaotic or you know it's busy city life outside when you step into a pagoda and sit in front of a buddha it's like so calm you go into meditation naturally and it was like you know a moment for me where i got introduced to buddhism and i was like wow i need to know more about it and yeah some people explained to us like what is the significance of a pagoda we didn't take an actual tour guide but yeah some people who knew english talked to us and they asked us where are we from and they explained to us uh, you know uh, there are certain rituals that it's so cool to follow like they have uh, buddhas for you know every day that you were born for example monday thursday or you know tuesday wednesday so you ha- you have to go to the buddha and you know cleanse the buddha with the water like so many times for that day they have some rituals we followed it and it felt so you know good to know about their rituals to follow it to listen to it and uh, we we learned about certain things like what's my lucky number what's my lucky uh, whatever animal or spirit animal or something like that so yeah always these talks like we don't get to hear it every day something new so whether you believe it or not it's good to know about it so the one difference that i noted in these in the pagoda you know compared to our temples or other religious places is that the ones which i have seen so far is that people are so silent inside they don't talk they don't make a ruckus you know there's nothing this calm there's nothing else which is so nice because when you work and when you go to a religious place what you want is just peace right so it was so different to experience that and the other beautiful thing is that the whole temple is maintained or you know like maintained by the devotees the people who visit the temple they come they clean the temple in the evening with lots of water they were sweeping they were cleaning mopping what not oh my god they did it with such devotion and passion like you were like i was like wow such passion and devotion is not to be seen anywhere like volunteering oh my god so yeah guys so yeah i'll be going on and on about buddhism and pagodas and these people so bear with me for the rest of the days when i come till i finish this vlog or podcast about my trip so once we got out of the pagoda we roamed about in the downtown yangon we saw like you know we observe how is the city life you know what are the shops markets we didn't buy anything just we were just roaming and watching the sunset you know near the sule pagoda and while roaming i saw like people had you know uh, it is similar to vietnam or uh, other asian countries where they have this uh, street food right lot of street food like people love to sit in plastic chairs on the streets and like a group not like eating alone they come with friends they sit around a shop and uh, they have this what is it called like korean barbecue something like that barbecue food or hot pot uh, they have this and i have i've not tried it but i've seen it in all asian countries like on the street side people gather in groups and have these food like korean barbecue or uh, hot pot and that was happening in burma too or myanmar uh and then we actually got very tired of walking because it was the first day and we didn't sleep properly so and there's no reason for it we love massages and uh, you know asia 
Thailand is known for massages and we saw that Burma also has very good massage centers we found one good center in downtown and we literally went to it and um, they had yeah we did foot massage and it was so blissful because they used the proper techniques the foot reflexology and uh, you know the pressure points and proper techniques it felt like heaven after you know uh, the flight journey it felt like heaven so after that we headed back to the rangoon tea house itself to have proper dinner Yes now I had time to try out the tea leaf salad it was spicy and very nice very good guys so you I don't know you have to try it if you find a burmese cuisine in your place you have to try it it's tea leaf salad and uh, we had some other dishes like squid and all that we had a very good time and they had actually had an opportunity we had an opportunity to try out the common street food in burma because they had displayed all that like a uh, event to taste the street food so i got an opportunity to taste many of it many of it were made from rice flour coconut palm sugar or jaggery it was amazing not too sweet at all it is like you know steamed puddings sweet puddings it's it was like that so i tried a lot uh, of different food and then we headed back to our hotel uh, had a nice night view of the lake and uh, the you know the there's a pagoda or some swan like structure in the lake so it's a nice beautiful view from the rooftop in our hotel so we had that view and then you know we wanted to go to bed but i had some night cravings yes i love ice creams and desserts at night though i don't do that every day but when i travel i get it too much so we actually there's a mall inside the hotel only like next to it it's it's within the mall um you know compound or whatever so we went to this place uh, it's called tom and toms i think it's a korean chain of restaurants or cafes and it's so yum guys they had this japanese cake and what not all korean desserts and uh, i had a forgato yes i wanted to sleep and still i chose to choose a desert which has coffee in it caffeine yes i love coffee and i was waiting to try a forgato and this place was the best yes guys i loved it a forgato and a nice time with sandy in the night in the midnight actually it was almost midnight and uh, yes that was the end of the day i was ready to go to bed and there was this book uh, in the hotel the tea teachings of buddha and i was so interested to read about it you know because of the pagoda visit and what's there in line for me in the rest of the days i want to know more about buddhism before i visit the next pagoda so i started reading that book and then yeah i fell asleep so that was end of day 1 and i did i feel i did so much on day 1 so what do you think about it you know you can send me a mail to thekavikliving@gmail.com and yeah i've told forgot thanks to saraswati who sent me kept sending me mails on like where are you where's the podcast where's the video you know you're missing both i love you so much thank you for checking up on me and yeah guys do send me suggestions feedback anything you can literally hit me up and ping me on instagram or any other social media on adrit the kavik living so thanks for tuning in be subscribe bye bye see you tomorrow with day 2 episode bye bye